you tucked in. Because you are now in bed with Dr. Sue. Hey, folks. Welcome to In Bed with Dr. Sue. I'm your hostess with the mostess. Not a real Dr. Sue Storm. And I welcome you guys to a new style of In Bed. Primarily, you're getting me, me, and of course me. Um... Think of it like family guys, what grinds my gears, or my own what's on your mind. You're going to be getting a heapin' helpin' of my mind, believe me. Oh, God, I just sounded like Trump. Oh, (laughs) I can't believe I just said that. I just made myself sick. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, but, okay, understand, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to have guests on from time to time. I will. As a matter of fact, I have a surprise guest joining me tonight, in, to, later on in tonight's show. But for the most part, the show is going to center around the bullshit of BDSM that I'm witnessing at, the, at a very viral rate. So I'm going to make a general warning to anyone listening from this point on. If you are in any way sensitive or unable to handle the harshness of reality, then this show is not for you. Because what you're going to get is the Joan Rivers of BDSM. And instead of fashion police, it's fetish police. And I am taking prisoners, so get in line. You guys have heard me say that I do my best not to blow smoke up your ass because we don't need any more air pollution than we already have. And I do my damnedest to get to the truth. But it's not in my nature to sugarcoat it and sit with you and hold your hand while I tell you about it. And what I'm doing now is that on steroids. (laughs) So if you are in any way easily offended, in need of a safe room with a puppy in it to get through the day, are a kink-shaming zealot, or can't handle being called out for shitty behavior as a whole, not individually, then click out because that's not what's about to happen. Now, for those of you thinking, well, who made her Lord God Queen right? Well, as far as the show goes, it's my show, so I did. (laughs) But otherwise, I'm not. If you don't like what I have to say, then again, seriously, either turn the dial or Better yet, call in. Debate my ass. This is what I want you guys to do. I'm a very open-minded person. I'll listen to several sides. Fuck, I'm a Libra. I have no choice. But if you don't like what I say or it incites a response in you, good or bad, call in. The number is 657 Just don't call in and say you think I'm kink-shaming because the answer to that will be, yes, you're right. You win. But I'm still going to say what I'm going to say. But please, call in. Tell me my head's up my ass that you've got a different opinion. No problem. So put that on speed dial, 657-383-0031, because the next show I have no doubt the lines will be lighting up with feisty females ready to do some verbal sparring. Anyways, um, what I'm seeing in BDSM and fetish, in my opinion, and in the opinion of many others I've spoken with, is the equivalent of watching a dog shit on the sidewalk in New York. It gets stepped in, then smeared. 
then it gets stepped in and smeared so much that it eventually disappears. And what I'm trying to do is point out the shit so you avoid it. But sometimes when you point out the shit on someone's shoe, they get pissed because they never saw it in the first place and they're embarrassed. But remember, don't shoot the messenger. Just clean the shit off your shoes and move on. I will be right back after some news, birthdays, and the tour report. And tonight's In Bed Adult Business News is brought to you by the voluptuously wonderful Kimmy Kaboom. This is the In Bed Adult Business News for Tuesday, August 14th. I'm Sue Storm. Since the closure of Backpage and Craigslist Personals, folks have been searching for ways to connect, and a new app is available to do just that. Craigly describes itself as a dating app alternative to Craigslist. Created by self-described kingster Alessandra Madison, Craigly is the new answer to connecting online. However, in order to comply with FOSTA-SESTA, the app does not allow nude photos and is not sex worker friendly. We doubt that's going to fly if this app gets called up by the feds, but until it does, enjoy connecting on Cragley. For more info, go to Cragley.com. Yet another casualty of FOSTA has been erased by the feds. FlawlessEscorts.com was seized July 24th, and owners Brandon Martin and Tamiko Lindo have been charged with money laundering and conspiracy to commit money laundering. Reporter Elizabeth Nolan Brown from Reason.com states, Prostitution is not illegal at the federal level, but using the mail or interstate commerce to promote it will put you in the violation of the still very much used White Slavery Act, now better known as the Man Act, or the Travel Act. And if you accept or use any money from said promotion, that's money laundering. If you ever talk about that with anyone else, that's conspiracy to commit money laundering. In other words, charging people with money laundering can be a way to get around the fact that petty vice crimes are supposed to be left to the states. The case was a joint operation between Homeland Security Investigations and the New York Police Department. It's worth noting that neither Martin nor Lindo are being charged with trafficking. This Sunday, August 19th, sex workers and organizers are teaming up with Democratic Socialist Senate candidate Julia Salazar to help with a canvas of New York District 18, which includes Greenpoint, Williamsburg, and Bushwick, from 3.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. According to organizers, we're asking our allies to come out and support this event with their speech and their bodies so that sex workers can engage communities with the support of our DSA friends. We will talk about why we support Salazar and why the decriminalization of sex work matters for the rights and safety of our community. For more info, email Lola Balcon at ProtonMail. That's L-O-L-A-B-A-L-C-O-N at ProtonMail.com. For more info about candidate Salazar, you can head to SalazarForSenate.com. ABN wishes to thank contributor Robin Wildhart for this information. And that's it for the InBed Adult Business News for August 14th, 2018.
these stories and more are available at FosterUpdates.com. Hi, it's Kimmy Kaboom here. Would you like to call or text me? How about if I told you I would give you $5 to get started? That's right. Sign up at TextKimmy.com and get $5 to get started. You don't even have to use a credit card to get signed up. It doesn't get any easier than that. Wouldn't you love to see my naughty pics? I look forward to hearing from you. You can meet Kimmy at Urban X Awards in Los Angeles, August 16th and the 19th. That's this weekend. For tickets to the Urban X Awards, head to UrbanXAwards.com. That was easy. And speaking of appearances, awards, and conferences, oh my, it's time for the tour report, shout-outs, and birthdays. Hey guys, here's hoping everyone had a blast at FETCON in St. Petersburg, Florida over the weekend. I know Goddess Genevieve was there along with a whole host of kinky folks who had a really awesome time. The next major trade show event is the Exotica Expo in Edison, New Jersey, November 2nd to the 4th, where you can meet up with BBW porn star Velma Voodoo. For more info on meeting Velma, you can email her at xvelmavoodoox at gmail.com. Velma will also be in Vegas the week of the AVN Awards, January 21st to the 28th. Tickets for the AVN Awards are available at Eventbrite. Don't forget that Exotic Vivian from the Sexy Escort Guide podcast will be in Minneapolis September 6th and 7th. Head to ExoticVivian.com to book. As the touring season winds down, this will be the end of the tour report until the 2019 season picks up. October Evans is in need of the help of our community. October was diagnosed with thyroid cancer and will be heading to Boston for surgery on August 29th. October only needs 600 for hotels so that she can rest after the surgery, and as of this recording has only raised $155. October states that she needed the full amount by yesterday, but that doesn't mean we can't rally around her right now and get her that money. For more info on how to help, Head to the show page for this show on InBedWithDrSue.com for the link to October's Pride Pocket fundraising account. It is with great sadness that I report the passing of Mistress Demetria, unexpectedly on August 3rd. Our hearts go out to her friends, family, and submissives who miss her greatly. Welcome home, Demetria. We'll miss you here, but we know you're kicking ass on the other side. Women Supporting Women is a new shout-out on the show. This is my opportunity to bring you the ladies who are always promoting and supporting other ladies in sex work. As you know, I don't do a lot of Follow Fridays on Twitter, mostly because I think it's self-aggrandizing and gets you and the people in those lists nowhere. So to circumvent that genuflection hell, you'll notice I only retweet, not like, but retweet, the things people are promoting, such as clips, audios, and the like, to help them move their products rather than just throw names in a random list that no one pays attention to. But I thought I could do more, so I want to shout out ladies who are really out there grinding and uplifting other ladies. Tonight is the first group of ladies I want to introduce you to if you don't already know them. You'll find links to their websites on tonight's show page, and I would love for you all to visit these ladies' websites. So tonight's Women Supporting Women are Madame Caramel, The Crystal Dom, 
Natasha Hertz, Aurora LaBelle, Mistress Kai, Robin Wildheart, Amberly Rothfield, Kaya, and Mistress Gambit. All of these ladies are supportive, loving, and deserve much attention, praise, and accolades. So please, visit their websites, buy their products, and support them for supporting all of us. Now that fall is sneaking in, yay, and taking over for a truly spectacular summer, and many of us are either heading back to class or kicking kids out the door, I want to focus on the literary talent that's among our community. Whether it's books or blogs, there's plenty of prurient yummies in digital land that can be missed. And with the suppression of erotica on many of the common bookseller sites, I think it's more important than ever to get these names and their work in front of your eyes so you can sink your teeth into these talented folks. We'll start off with the lovely Domina Rare Theodosia. She has an erotic literature and photography site you should have a look at, and you can check it out at raretheodosia369.wordpress.com. She adds to the site all the time, so be sure to bookmark it and check back often. You can also find her on Twitter at raretheodosia3. Anna, best known as Anna's Your Escape on Twitter and Nightflirt, has written many short stories on her blog, including St. Andrew's Cross, The Beauty of Pain, and a very favorite three-part series called Trophy Wife. To read these and other stories by Anna, head to her website, annasyourescape.com. Writer, educator, and activist Jessie Sage has a ton of educational articles out on many media platforms, including a piece she did for Vice Motherboard called Black, Queer, and Supersized BBW, Challenge What Society Sees as Acceptable. She also wrote Your Mother is a Whore on Sex Work and Motherhood for the Establishment and Four Sex Workers on What They've Learned About Men's Mental Health for Men'sHealth.com. You can read all of Jessie's work at her website, jessiesage.com. Jessie is also the producer of the Peep Show podcast, and you can find the link to that podcast on In Bed with Dr. Sue under Podcast Guide. Maybe She'll Say Yes is a saucy short story by Frankie Tots. Here's a teaser. Alex had never been great at talking to girls. Being a quiet art student, he was usually content sketching cute girls from a distance rather than asking one on a date. But when he decides to make his next project a female nude, Alex lets his friends talk him into asking the sexy lifeguard at the neighborhood pool, the ravishing Audrey Poma, to pose for him. It isn't easy asking a beautiful girl to take her clothes off, but Alex learns when you're brave enough to ask, some girls are willing to do more than just model. Maybe She'll Say Yes is available on Amazon.com. All of these links to these fabulous writers' websites and their work are available on InBedWithDrSue.com on the show page for this show on Cuckolding. So you don't have to remember any of the sites I've mentioned. All you have to do is pop over to the site and click away. And for you poets out there, Hustling Verse, an anthology of sex worker poetry, is receiving submissions of, you guessed it, poems by sex workers. Response has been fantastic, but there's still time to get your poem in the anthology. Deadline is Friday, September 14th. To find more info, head to amberdawnwrites.com.
or the link is also on this show page of Embed. And we're on to birthdays. Birthdays are short and sweet this time around. Like, oh my God, short and sweet, you guys. August 28th, Cassie Cush has her birthday, and my birthday is September 23rd. Okay, we're getting like, come on. I know that there's a ton of birthdays in September and October. So get your birthdays in by clicking on birthdays on In Bed with Dr. Sue, and I'm happy to promote you and your wish list here on the show, on the website, and of course on Twitter. That's it for tonight's tour report, shoutouts, and birthdays. And I have a few quick last-minute shout-outs. Um, Angela St. Lawrence, our own literatrix, her birthday is tomorrow. I'm going to have to add that to our list. I will do that later, darling. You can check out her wish list on her Twitter link. But as I just said, I'm going to add her to our birthday list. So her wish list link will be up there as well after the show. Um, who else do we have listening in? We've got Sir Beast is listening in. The lovely Kaya is listening in. Mean Lady Madison is listening in. And I want to say hi to Dylan and his lovely girlfriend. And also to female-led relationship researcher and erotica writer, Key Barrett. She's going to be listening in a bit later. And, of course, the beautiful Serinda Wallace. Also, if you get a chance, head over to the Demon Seed Radio Network and check out All the Sex Radio with Mark and Rebecca. You can find a link to Demon Seed Radio Network on InBedWithDrSue.com under Podcast Guide. So hi, everybody. I hope you're all well. It's time to grab a glass of wine, pack a bowl, kick back, relax, and learn. I'll be right back after this. This message is for flirts on Night Flirt looking for help with listing design and coding. Robin Wildheart provides a service that does all the listing coding for you. Go to dirtylittlerobin.wixsite.com slash wildheartdesigns to see how fast and easy it is to get all your listing codings done. You don't pay a thing until you're 100% satisfied with how the listing looks. Again, that's dirtylittlerobin.wixsite.com slash wildcarddesigns. Send Robin an email on Night Flirt today and get your new listing up by tomorrow. It's just that easy. What up, world? This is Akak, K2Kaki, and you're in bed with Dr. Sue. Go check out my new album, Spice Walker, at cockavelli.bandcamp.com. Yeah, we love Kaki. Kaki got bars, baby. K2, listen to our LGBTQAI ally and dear friend, Kaki the Homo MC. Um, tonight... I am here to discuss cuckolding, <laughs> what it is, and most certainly what it is not, and everything in between. Hopefully, if we have time, I'm telling you this. Uh, we could probably discuss this for about six hours, so we're cramming this in. Um, so if I don't hit everything, and I know I won't, I'm hitting the big stuff. 
Um, I want to start off by saying that I have been in a lifestyle cuckold relationship for over 22 years. In addition, I've also counseled couples who engage in or are thinking of engaging in this type of lifestyle for over 15 years. And in my opinion, cuckolding has become the epitome of a what-the-fuck mess. This is really a continuation of an article that I wrote for kinkymag.com, kinkymag.com, which was called, Is Cuckolding Being Twisted? So if you haven't already read it, I suggest you hop over there and do so. Um, It'll probably give you even more information. We're going to start from scratch, though. So what is cuckolding, real cuckolding? First of all, the word is pronounced cuck-old, not cuck-hold or cock-hold, cuck-old, okay? (laughs) That's one of my pet peeves, say it right. (laughs) It's C-U-C-K-O-L-D. There's no H in any of that, okay? So keep that in mind. Um, Before we get started, to be clear, right off the top, this is not a hetero-only lifestyle, but for the sake of clarity tonight, I'm going to be sticking to hetero terms while we're talking. Um, Cuckolding is a female-led DNS, which is dominant and submissive relationship, that involves the female having sex with other men in addition to or in place of her husband or significant other, but the husband or cuckold does not get to have sex with other women. It is a lifestyle. It is not a kink. It is not a fetish. A lifestyle that is led by the woman. I'm letting that sink in. The woman is in complete control and is, of course, the dominant person of the relationship. It's not poly and it's not swinging. Do we have that clear? What is cuckolding? A female-led dominant and submissive relationship that is a lifestyle, not a fetish. Anything other than that is not cuckolding. Now, if everybody could just stick with that, we'd be great. Everything would be wonderful. But unfortunately, the world doesn't work that way. So let me start off by saying that any other offshoot that you are doing, and we'll get to those in a bit, is a bastardized, male-dominated idea that flies in the face of this being a female-led relationship, or FLR. That's right. I'm throwing men under the bus. Why? Not for some feminist bullshit, but because the fact is they just can't let women have something that is entirely their own. They just can't fucking do it. Read some history books if you don't believe me. In the early days of the Internet, when chat rooms and private chat rooms were so popular, remember ICQ and all those ones, guys would entertain their fantasies of being cuckolded by passing around pictures of their wives, usually without their consent or knowledge, and basically do a circle jerk while someone else told them what they would do to her. Classy. Not to mention the fact that it is legally considered a form of assault if the wife doesn't know, and most don't, because the male is too ashamed to talk to his wife about it. So kudos to you gutless males who get off by knowing another guy has pics of your wife to whack off to, but she doesn't know it. 
You are the freaks who are not only pissed about the Me Too movement, but play the victim card about how hard it is to meet women now that they can't just grab your tit. Yeah. And this still goes on here and there today. Still in dying chat rooms. But obviously, it's morphed to accommodate social media now. Prior to the Internet, cuckolding was intertwined with swinging. And is still, it still is a bit. Because many couples use swing parties and swing sites and get-togethers and whatever to connect with single males who are there looking to play with couples. And joining and attending swing events is still a really good idea for beginning cuckolds. It gets you out there. It gets you mingling with people. And I recommend to couples that I counsel to start out by doing just that, hang out on the swing sites. But it's not swinging. Because if it was swinging, the husband would be banging other broads. And in cuckolding, the husband has very limited participation in the sex at all. Now, that's the sex between the wife and the bull. doesn't mean that they don't have sex. Oh, do we get that? So, if, just, just back to our circle-jerking males here, if our circle-jerking males are passing pics out of, other, of their women, out of that behavior, okay, so we've got them all passing these things around. Sorry, I lost my place. We've got them passing all these freaking pictures around without the chicks knowing. And out of that behavior came the term hot wife. Want to see my hot wife? Oh, you should see Norbert's wife. She's so fucking hot. Thus the start of hot wife being associated with cuckolding. And here's where I start getting miffed as fuck. If you are a woman in the cuckold community and you refer to yourself as a hot wife, you might as well just slap the word whore on your chest. Hot wife equals I'm a whore or my wife is a whore. Again, don't like it? Call in and tell me. 657-383-0031. I'll open the phone lines at the end of the show. Now, I know that just pissed off some of you ladies who refer to yourselves that way, but hear me out before you go popping your tampons. Hot wife is a derogatory way to refer to yourself or, gentlemen, for you to refer to your wife. Why? A couple of reasons. The least of which is that it portrays this lifestyle as being exclusive to only hot women. Hotness is a relative term. Is Kim Kardashian hot? Is Chrissy Metz hot? Is Halle Berry hot? Listen to yourselves right now. Some of you are going, ew, and some of you are going, yeah. But it will be to all of those names. So the use of hot wife gives the impression that if you want to engage in cuckolding, you have to be a fucking runway model, and you don't. Nothing could be farther from the truth. Common sense dictates that you at least need to take a fucking shower and run a brush through your pubes once in a while, if you have them. But you don't need to be perfect to play. So let's not perpetuate that bullshit stereotype, shall we? Now, another more important reason. 
It was a term that was created by men behaving like pigs, keyword being men. I'm going to say this again until you get it through your skulls. This is a relationship whereby the woman calls all the shots. Where in the term hot wife are you being empowered? How is the term hot wife dominant? Again, call me if you think I'm wrong, 657-383-0031. But how is hot wife in any way a portrayal of female dominance? It's degrading, and it's done in a derogatory way. But men will come at you and they'll go, oh, but it's flattering. I'm saying you're hot, babe. Really? If you buy that, you need to get out of cuckolding. Because what hot wife is, is a pimp term. Who wouldn't want more time? Time to make more money or spend with your family? Well, Lisa Jones at Assistant Services is here to give you back that time. Assistant Services is a virtual assistant service capable of handling your email, research, travel reservations, personal appointments, and so much more. Why lose more of your precious time when Lisa Jones at Assistant Services can take the menial tasks off of your hands? To find out more about Lisa and Assistant Services, including rates, simply go to assistant-services.org or Lisa's Twitter at assistant underscore SVCS. Take back your time and get on with living with Lisa Jones and assistant-services.org. Okay, we're back. So, if your husband is referring to you as his hot wife to his fappy friends or other cuckolds, he's simply pimping you out. Not seeing the female dominance in the phrase hot wife. Sorry, I'm not feeling it. It's not feeling, definitely not feeling very female-led at all. But what I'm feeling is, hey, look at me. I'm the best piece of meat in the market. The butcher said so. Want to taste? That's not domination. That's not empowering you. It's demeaning you. So I'd like to see you guys knock that shit off course it's up to you you do you but you do look like an ass who is in no way leading a relationship or anything else for that matter okay moving on to what else cuckolding is not i'll do this one with a story you guys like stories gentleman calls me tells me he really wants his wife to cuckold him (laughs) so i start my checklist with him and it turns out he'd be a good candidate just to tell her what he wants Sometimes you can do that, but more often than not, you can't. But that's a different show. So I tell him, just tell her what he wants and how to do it. But he doesn't want to do that. He says to me, if I do that, she might say no. Then what would happen? So I said, then you wouldn't be cuckolded. He goes on to say, that's not an option. This is do or die. Basically, he's losing his mind, and he's done with fantasizing. (sighs) Struck me as rather dramatic, but whatever. So I said, well, you clearly have this all worked out in your head. How do you see this happening if you don't want to talk to her about it? 
Okay, you ready for this? Now, I'm going to warn you that if you've been sexually assaulted before, this may creep the fuck out of you. So plug your ears. He had already talked to his best friend, who his wife had once flirted with at a party about a year or so ago. My guess, after probably too many margaritas, and she doesn't even remember it, and his BFF is down to fuck his wife. Bro, no problem. I'll take one for the team. He thinks the best way to get his wife to fuck another guy is for he, the husband, to start making out with her in front of the BFF boy when he's over at their house. And when he starts that, then BFF boy starts coming at her from the opposite side, starts making out with her. All while he, the husband, is saying to her, it's okay, just relax. It's okay. Then he asked for my opinion. Asking if it would work. (laughs) Foolish mortal. Oh, Lord, never ask for my honest opinion because you'll get it. I told him what he just described was a sexual assault. She has no idea what the fuck is going on. The two of them are conspiring to get her fucked by BFF boy. Her husband is repeating, relax, it's okay. Are you motherfucking kidding me? I kid you not. That was Almost the exact same assault I've had on more than three separate occasions. Not the husband part. The telling you to relax while they're trying to force you to let them in. It is so overused and intensely creepy. Why do you think there are memes out there telling you the last thing you say to a woman is relax? Where in this scenario is the woman leading this? Because I'm serious, I'm not seeing it. Am I crazy? Because I'm not seeing it. This brings up another point. Every single day, I get emails saying things like this. I want my wife to cuckold me. How do I do it? I want to make my wife fuck a BBC. How do I do it? Tell me what's wrong with those statements. What is the word that's wrong? the word make. Once again, you males feel obliged to force women into a situation they may not be interested in. Again, this is not about you. It's about your wife or girlfriend. It's about her having power. And if you can't get that through your heads, you're part of the problem. Here's an example of what I've termed hot wifing. This makes more sense. Remember back in the 70s when folks would hot knife hash on the stove burner? Okay, okay. Well, this is just as annoying and not worth the effort because it, again, circumvents the basic premise of cuckolding. Female-led relationship. A guy tells me that his fantasy about his, this, this fantasy about his wife cuckolding him. Here's how it goes, Okay. He and his wife are into surfing. They go down to the surf shack on the beach, and the guy running the surf shack is a typical buff surfer dude who is pretty aggressive and obviously an alpha male. This surfer dude is eyeing up his wife. When the husband goes to pay for the board rental, surfer dude says, yeah, your wife is fucking hot. 
Then husband proceeds to tell surfer boy that he is willing to give his wife to the guy because obviously this guy is more of a man than he is. So he gives his wife to surfer boy, who then bangs her in the back of the shack while hubby strokes his dick and watches. This is what I now refer to as hot wifing. This has nothing to do with cuckolding. This is pimping out your wife for your own perverse pleasure. Because unless your wife is calling the shots and telling you she's going to fuck surfer boy, this isn't cuckolding. So since men have created this derogatory moniker of hot wife for women, they feel they want, I shouldn't say they, they want to see fucked, I feel it's the perfect phrase to describe the bullshit that isn't cuckolding. It's rude, it's disgusting, and it's one step off of getting your wife raped. But this is in no way cuckolding. Wife shit, boys, and shove it. The other thing that men are doing to fuck this whole thing up, and this is where it gets hard, professional bulls. Hardcore. Don't... Oh, God. I, it's so bad. Anyways, for those of you who haven't had a chance to read my article in Kinky Magazine about professional bulls, again, go over to Kinky Magazine. There's lots of articles there as well as what's on my own. Um, what has happened with the popularity of cuckolding? Because it is getting more and more popular. More and more people know about it. So it's getting more out in the open is the emergence of professional bulls. Now, you'd think, hey, this could be a good thing guys who are taking their role in the cuckold scenario seriously. <laughs> yeah, no. Here's what's happening with these, quote, professional bulls, unquote. There is now a large faction of males who have made it sport to break up marriages and relationships. They actually keep score. They brag about it with other professional bulls, and husbands are eating this shit up naturally. They come in to a particularly new and weak couple who have no clue what they're doing and work to destroy the marriage. Usually this happens because the female, having no clue what cuckolding is and just trying to make her husband happy, ends up having sex with the guy. Okay. Problem is, because she doesn't have a clue that she's supposed to be in charge, these guys use the couple's own submissive tendencies to wind their way into the lives of these couples taking over things such as not just their sex life, their finances, and ultimately the wife as a whole. Don't be rude. I don't mean it that way. These women are so misinformed that they fall for the bull. They don't get that these men are so used, are, 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 you don't get that what bulls are for is to be used Nothing more, okay? And this is what men have been doing to women for millennia, using them for sex, nothing more. Once you fuck them, you kick them to the curb. Doesn't mean you can't fuck them over and over. But when you're done, there's no cuddlesies and fluffsies and pillowsies. It's bye. Okay, so these assholes, 
manipulate the women to the point where they think the bull is their true knight in shining armor. Aww. The bull convinces the female that she needs to leave the husband and run away with him or worse. Just kick the guy out of his house while he takes over. And I've, this is more than one case. This is many cases. In the end, these guys just leave the woman in the dust because they aren't about to be domesticated. And they sure as shit aren't in love with the wife. So you have a marriage destroyed over nothing other than the husband's need to see his wife banged. Way to go. (laughs) Way to go. But part of this blame falls on the wife. You don't just enter into some new type of relationship without doing your research first, honey. If you don't have a dominant bone in your body, do not get into cuckolding, plain and simple. As you can clearly see, someone has to have their head screwed on right. And you have to be able to control the situation. The husband is useless because he's in subspace and will ultimately do anything anyone tells him to do. So if the wife isn't in charge, these psychopathic bulls will just run ramshot over your relationship. Because once again, we can't let a woman have something that is truly her own. Remember that. We can't let a woman have fun, especially if it's the way she wants, without in some way pissing all over it. What's worse? And here's the real rub, guys. The most listened to show on In Bed is the show I did on extreme cuckolding, where I had on two cuckolds describing scenarios where this shit went on. And I'll tell you something. Men love to jerk off to that show. They love the idea of another guy walking in and taking over their relationship. They love the idea of a big black man coming into their lives and making them eat shit. They don't care about their relationships. They only care about their dicks. And again, this shit is not cuckolding. This is just psychotic behavior that puts yet another stain on what is otherwise a very fun and loving lifestyle. When done right, the relationship flourishes. When done right, there is no threat to the relationship because the female is in control. Because the point of all this is not to replace the husband. It should never be about that. If you want your wife to have some sort of girlfriend, boyfriend experience with these bulls, that's not cuckolding. Just end your relationship and move on. If you're not going to have sex with your husband ever again, in my opinion, you're not cuckolding. You're not even in a relationship in the first place. Cuckolding doesn't work if the relationship isn't there. It just becomes a bastardized, weird kink. It's why online cuckolding with online doms isn't even cuckolding. If you don't have the loving relationship with your spouse, then there's no connection. If there's no connection, then you're not cuckolding. It's really that simple. When I come back, we'll be discussing the racial aspects of cuckolding, what's cool and what's not. 
because the interracial black-on-white stuff is a definite thread of cuckolding. But some of the shit that's going on again is just plain racist, guys. I'll be right back with my pop-up surprise guest. Remember pop-up videos? Woo! To discuss this in just a minute. Get in on the phone lines because we'll be taking your comments and questions shortly. The number six five seven three eight three zero zero three one. When you white boys first landed on the coast of Africa, you were mesmerized by big mandingo black cock. In the middle, you hanged black men from trees for even looking at white women because you knew your women needed big black cock. In the present, chickens have come home to roost. White cuckolds are on their knees, holding back the ankles of the women they love and desire and offering them up to big black cock so they can be bred and seeded, so you can listen to your women quiver and convulse in pleasure while hearing them groan and scream in octaves you've never heard before. This is more than lust. This is evolution. As the ozone decreases and UV rays increase, the human race will evolve. That's why black men are blacking your women, breeding your women, and creating a darker race for tomorrow. Chickens have come home to roost. You know that your women need big black cock, and now you white boys need it too. This is Naima, the BBC dealer. Visit my website, worshipbigblackcock.com, to hear the truth that Becky can never tell you. I love Naima so much. That is absolutely the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, <laughs> and I am here. What are we doing here? Oh, my God. Yes, indeedy. I am back with a good friend of In Bed, Master Blackrod. Master Blackrod has been on the show several times discussing the racial issues within the kink community, and I thought, who best to discuss racial issues of cuckolding with than Master Blackrod? I mean, I'm just a simple little cracker-ass white bitch over here. And logic dictates you're probably not going to listen to me about racial shit, but you will listen to an alpha black male. So let's jump into this, shall we? Because there's a lot to cover. Welcome. Master Blackrod. Thank you very much, Doctor. How are you? I am very good, my darling. Glad to have you here this evening. We got a lot to get to, don't we? Yes, we do. We certainly do. So, prepare to be read, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to start off with the term BBC. And for those of you who don't know what the hell we're talking about, it means big black cock. So, is that not, I mean, I, it's kind of a cliche. I get that it's a cliche. It also perpetuates a stereotype. Big black cock, is it not kind of leaning towards racist? I mean, we can't do anything about it now because BBC is everywhere. I get that. But what do you think? The only part, 
bothered me. The only part that bothers me is the big black part. And that's because words words are powerful. Words are not things mm-hmm. that have no value whatsoever. And if you look at the same terms for cock over time, you come up with the word, I came up with the word sword. I did a little research on this a few days ago. So another word, another slang word for penis is sword. This comes from the 11th century, a long time ago. Now, we all know that a sword is an instrument of death and destruction. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's also a symbol of power and strength, and it's also a symbol of masculinity. However, if the words cock and sword are both uh, slang terms for penis, then it becomes somewhat diabolical. Is, is that in a way saying that the white female is being destroyed, literally in a way, by this black penis, because if it if it's being used in that way, then that's definitely offensive. So it's is it the so it's the big black part that you don't like? Should we well, not be? Because um, how do we differentiate the, the difference between a black cock and a white cock? Because we know there's racial <laughs> preference. We know that. Right. We can't get around that. Well, I mean, being a, being a man, I mean, I haven't seen a lot of penises, except incidentally <laughs> in porn. So I couldn't really answer that question. Um, I don't really know if the differences are true. All I know is what women say. Right. Well, I can say for a fact that there is a difference. So... What's the difference? And and I prefer an African American male over any other male. It's just the again now getting heard, preference. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I've heard is that the girth is different with black men. Not so much the length, the but the fucking girth. style is different. I think. I I honestly do. White men don't have what it takes to properly fuck. There's always an element that's missing. It's like there's an engagement. There's, there's like a sliver that's not there. I don't know how to describe it. You would have to see it and feel it to feel the difference. Even white alpha males, there's a difference. It's more primal. It's more raw. They take less shit. So it de- I would imagine it depends on the experience you're going for, but usually in cuckolding situations, women are going for extreme fucking. If they want to make love, that's what the husband's for. So they want to go hardcore fuck fest. And I think that's where it's coming from. Now, but th- there's another one here, okay? You have okay. this whole excuse. Where is it? Hold on, I got an email here. That is really typical of what these guys say all the time. So hold on. Where did it go? Oh well. There it is. 
Okay, okay. Paraphrasing here. <sighs> I would really only want to be cuckolded to women, cuckolded to women into black men. Okay, granted, this is horribly written. I understand as a sub, the choice is not mine. That's true. And no, because I asked him why. No, it's not that it comes from racist tendencies. It comes from my own admiration. And I guess the desire to serve a black man with a huge dick. Even if I never did anything sexual with him or the woman he's, who's cuckolding me. But I just drop almost every time at pictures of large black penises. He says here, I literally fall into a trance just looking at big black penises. I get erect just looking at them online. So, (laughs) this keeps going, right? It's like, okay, enough, I get it. Um, But that's really, really common. You get a lot of the whole, oh, it looks, the interracial stuff looks nicer. It just looks better, the black on white. I always now say, where are you coming from with this? Why does it matter? Like, for example, my husband doesn't give, here's the difference. My husband doesn't give a rat's ass who I'm fucking. He has no racial preference. I do, but he doesn't. So when I ask these guys, okay, why does it have to be a black cock over a white cock? They can't answer. It's usually, oh, because it looks nice. Where do you think that's coming from? I think that's just another form of control. Um, It could be two things. Um, They may be thinking that it's reparations. They may be thinking that this this is just another form of control, in my opinion. It's just like like the difference between a building being destroyed by a natural disaster and a controlled demolition. You put the explosives in and, and you arrange them in, and strategic places so the building will fall in a way that there's not that much. It decreases the amount of, of injury to other buildings and people in the immediate area. It's just control, right. in my opinion. But who's controlling what? Who's, who's got the control? You think it's, it's the white guy trying to control the situation? It's the white male controlling the white female. Oh, by saying that he wants it to be black. Correct. Okay. So, again, we're back into she's not leading the the pack unless she's deciding what she wants. So, again, it's not a female-led relationship. That's the least of the issues. But I always ask them, why? Why does it have to be black over white? Why? It shouldn't make a goddamn bit of difference. You should just be getting off on whoever is fucking your wife. Period. I think they they know why. They just don't want to say for fear of being called racist. But doing racist. What things, do you think they would say? Fine. I think that they would say that, among other things, they just might be playing out a slave master fantasy. but putting themselves in the slave position? Or do you still think there's another element where they're trying to somehow rise above the black man in the room? 
I believe they're definitely trying to rise above the black man. Because, like, on some level, I'm thinking these guys are, are more along the lines of, like we were talking about before, oh, the big black man, Dingo Slave, is taking my white wife. Right. Which is pretty freaking racist. So you do, as far as I'm concerned, need to ask yourself, why? But in my case, am I racist because I prefer to have sex with black men? No. um, I personally differentiate between preference and fetish. Mm -hmm. Um, a, A preference you know, if you prefer to be with, if a white female prefers to be with a black male, that's, there, there's still respect and preference. When you fetishize something, it's, it's your clay to be molded into what you want it to be and what you want it right. to do for you. The, the fetishism part takes out the, the, the agency from mm-hmm. a black person, in my opinion. Right. But preference is fine. We all have preferences. It, okay, if a couple have a black bull in the room, and he's insisting on them using the N-word, is that okay? No. If if the black male is insistent on being called the N-word, is that your question? More, yeah, it's more like, in other words, are, are, should the white couple participate in that? Should they say they don't want to say it? Like, what, what do you think would be a better way of dealing? Because I know what you're going to say. I know exactly what you're going to say. They're perpetuating this word by doing this. And this word right. has never, ever, ever been good, ever. Right. Right. Well, the thing about that is, okay, got two things to say about that. Okay, consistent adults in a room by themselves, they're free to do whatever they like to do. Okay. Right. But besides that, the black male has to be careful because he has to make sure that he's not giving that couple permission to call all blacks the N-word because that can happen. Agreed. Um, in my opinion, non-blacks are bad about taking one situation and transferring that knowledge gleaned from that situation on mm-hmm. future situations. Right. Just what? Just like in my personal experience, um, many white subs send me the spade symbol, and they mean it as a term of endearment. But their reasoning is the same because they sent it to another black male or female, and that person did not get mad about it. So they think it's okay to say to me. Mm-hmm. Now, the, and that's, that's a huge subject, and we need to get on that. Because you and I both agree with this big time. Ladies, the term queen of spades 
is racist. You can't get around it. Putting a spade in your profile, putting a spade with a Q tattooed on your ankle, putting a spade anywhere with anything is racist. A spade is just like the N-word. You might as well just put N-word lover on you and spell it out because that's exactly what you're doing. When I first started seeing that within the cuckold community, I was outraged. I was, I was horrified because I grew up, I'm old school, I grew up where that was a really big derogatory comment to make. Now, for some reason, it seems to have simmered down. I don't know why. But it's disgusting, and I know you think the same way. So I, this is a big thing for you, and I want you to describe why. Because, again, I'm just a white bitch. What the fuck do I know? So tell them why. Well, let's look at the English language, okay? The Oxford English Dictionary, okay? It's uh, one of the favorite reference tools of white people. Let's just be honest about it. Now, the Oxford English Dictionary defines the word spade as two things. Number one, it's a tool for digging. And informally, mm-hmm. it's an offensive term for a black person. Your own dictionary says that. So there should be no discussion about what this word means. You already know the history behind it. And you can't blame it on music, popular music, and the nasty words that are said in popular music. Because rap music is a conversation between two black people for the most part. Mm-hmm. And just because you're listening doesn't mean anybody is talking to you. For you to turn around and try to say the words that you hear in that song. There's just some words that white should just leave alone. Spade is one of them. Even if it's sexual. It doesn't make it any better because you're still because you're still referring to me in an offensive term. Right. Why can't you? Why can't? Why can't you be the queen of kings? Why can't you, you be go. the queen of of pharaohs? And not spades. the queen, and not the king of spades either. Let's not go down that road. Sure. You sure. know someone will. But but either way you put it, either definition, whether the spade is being used as a tool for digging or an offensive term, it's either a tool or an offensive term. You see, so neither one of them is good to put on someone that you claim to respect. The other thing is here, when you say that you are the queen of spades, you are putting black men beneath you. You're not exactly. on an equal footing. Right. If you're because the queen the of queen, them, that's saying you're over them. They are beneath right, that, you. Right. That makes the black men your subjects. And your right. subjects have to 
listen to you and do what you say or face the guillotine. Who has the guillotine? The white male. All right, there we go. So using a spade, get this through your heads, guys, it's not cute. It's not funny. It's not, it's offensive. And honestly, most of you, if you're white, most of you are doing this to get white men to worship you. Because you're putting black men beneath you. I can agree with that. You're, exactly. These white guys are sitting there going, oh, wow, that is so cool. You know, like she only fucks black guys. Oh, that is so cool. Duh. Can't you see that? Can't you see that by saying you are a queen of spades, that you might as well say I'm queen of N-words? Exactly. It's just as vile. But they figure a blowjob will just take all that away. Mm-hmm. Well, especially there if hubby's a, watching. There was a British author by the name of um, McGinnis, Colin McGinnis. He wrote in the 1950s. He wrote a couple of novels in the 1950s. He actually invented the word spadelet, S-P-A-D-E-L-E-T, to refer to black infants. Nice. Then you guys want to perpetuate this and fetishize it and make it okay. Because honestly, I don't see a lot of African-American women using that moniker. It is primarily white women. And that's, again, because of the whole interracial thing. So we're calling you on this. If you use a spade, you're racist. Out of all the, the terms, negative terms that black people have been called throughout history, to say that you're the queen of any of those terms, is racist. Mm-hmm. It's not a preference. It's not a fetish. It's outright racism. If anybody wants to call in and tell me how it's not racist, oh, I'm please. right here. Please do. Tell us how this is not racist. I'm dying to know. Seriously. 657-383-0031. We're more than happy to debate this with you. If you have a decent reason why you think this should be used, tell us. Because what I, I can't know, see it. No, I was just going to say, I can't see there being even one logical reason. What I want to know is, is where, where these white females got that term from. Who told them that it's okay? Because it's like, one white female will see another white female with a tattoo. She'll say, hey, what's that? Oh, it's, it's queen of spades. This means I like black men. Oh, I think I'll get mm-hmm. that too. And, and, and that's all the research they do into it. Yep. They don't look up what the word means. They don't grab a history book. 
they just copy one another. You're not thinking. You're not even bothering to think. All you're doing is trying to get some guy to throw money at you by telling people that, you know, you're fucking black men. Big deal. Big fucking deal. <laughs> like, I realize the whole interracial thing within porn is always going to be there, and that's cool. Like, there's nothing wrong with interracial sex. There is nothing wrong for, like, exactly what Master Black Rod said. There's nothing wrong with having a preference. But a spade is not a preference. It is an offensive. You might as well put a swastika. Like, it's all the same shit. It's all just as offensive. And as a matter of fact, just as many, if not probably more, lives lost. So way to go. Way to go, ladies. Proud of you. Love that spade. Terrific. Way to go. Goddamn. Anyways, we're going to pop into selective breeding. All right. This one is a wide open subject. And it's starting to become a really huge trend within cuckolding. But the problem is it's a trend with very little thought of future outcomes. Um, So what is selective breeding? For those of you who don't know what it is, that is where the white female is bred with a black male, just like Nima said. And for some cuckold couples, what they are doing is they are having, you can have a breeding party where you have several black males. And the whole point of that is now we don't know who the father is. We get everybody to sign off and we don't know who the father is. That's a great way to start a life, by the way. I want you to like, seriously think about this shit before you do it. Because, I mean, when you really sit down and look at it logically and not sexualize it or fetishize it, it's not good. It's not good only because you're fetishizing a child. So you guys are not thinking ahead. What the fuck does a white couple know about black culture? Are you even thinking about that? Are you thinking about the fact that these children are at some point going to come home with racial issues you can't address? You need to think about this. Now you're going to tell the child, well, we don't know who your father is? Well, it's interesting. Um, You and dad have been together 20 years, and yet I'm like, you know, 14. So that means that something went on. Who the fuck is my father? What are you going to tell them? That you had a breeding party? Now, sometimes I get an excuse like, okay, um, well, we're going to raise the children within this DNS atmosphere. We're going to raise them in a female-led household. Fine. But again, you're still fetishizing the child. So... And there's simple things. There's there's simple things that you're not thinking about. Do any of you little Beckys out there know how to deal with nappy hair? Do a you? Lot times, I, a lot of times okay. when I see them, they just, let, they just let the child's hair grow wild. They think it's pretty. Right? No. Like, I mean, it, 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 there's just so many elements of this. 
that you're not thinking about because you're sexualizing the entire breeding party moment. You're not thinking ahead. So now this child comes home and says they're being picked on because they're biracial. Well, how can you be biracial when mom and dad are both white? What the hell are you going to tell that child? And how the hell is that child going to go back to school with some semblance of dignity to try and explain this to people? You can sit there and go, it's none of anyone's business, all you want. But you know it's going to come up. And it needs to be thought about. I'm not saying it doesn't work. I know many couples who have done selective breeding, and it has worked for them very, very well. Because they sat down and they thought about it first. And they have systems in place for all of these issues coming up. But the problem is most couples don't. To them, it's all just a big game. Ooh, look, i got a whole bunch of beige babies. Ooh, now my white husband has to walk beige babies down the street. Ooh, ooh, it's so humiliating. What? You don't screw with people's lives. These are human lives you're bringing into the world, okay? And you will do psychological damage if you don't know what the hell you're doing. Master Blackrod, what are your thoughts on this? My main worry in situations like that is for the education of the child because there are more black leaders in history besides Dr. Martin Luther King. And, are you sure? I mean, <laughs> I mean, Dr. That's the only King one we know. <laughs> Dr. King is the safest one to talk about. I mean, mm-hmm. And he, and he gets talked about all the time. But if you look at the quote-unquote heroes of history, many of the white heroes throughout history are considered as such because they gave headaches to non-white people. And unbeknownst to many uh, non-black people, the converse is also true. Our heroes are the ones who gave headaches to white people, the ones who fought back. Now, who's going to teach these children about Pharaoh Akhenaton, who preached love, truth, and brotherhood 1,300 years before Jesus? He taught the doctrine of one God 2,000 years before Muhammad. And he taught that there's a bond in all living things 3,000 years before Charles Darwin. How, who's going to teach that child that? Pharaoh Akhenaton was the richest man on the planet because the entire Egyptian empire was his personal property. Do you think that child is going to learn that from his two white parents? No. A lot of people are, li- are hearing it for the first time right now from me. Mm-hmm. What about Aesop? E- Aesop was described as a black man with a flat nose and thick lips. And his fables, the wisdom derived from his fables inspired so-called great Western thinkers, Plato, Aristotle, Socrates, Julius Caesar, all got inspiration from this black man who was a slave, Esau. Um, Chaka, the Zulu king, one of the greatest warriors of all time. 
He united South Africa against European rule, and at the time Chaka died, he was winning the fight against the Europeans. That child, who, what white parents are going to tell their child about times in history where they got their asses handed to them in a hi-hat by black people? But that child will learn um, who's, who's the president who they claim uh, his slave was his girlfriend. Like, that's even possible. Was that Jefferson? I can't remember. I think it was Thomas Jefferson. And uh, the slave, her last name was Henning. Yeah, it was and they, Jefferson. And, yeah, and they wrote love letters to each other. But if she didn't write a letter back, she could get whipped. That's not that's not a consensual relationship, but that child will learn about that before they learn about mm-hmm. uh, the pharaohs and Esau. And also, I, I worry for these um, black children in that they also represent a future political clout for their white parents because these mixed-race children can grow up and become politicians who can introduce laws that will get a white man killed before he walks off the podium. We've seen eight years of it with the last administration. He put, he put things on the books that say if Ronald Reagan tried it, well, he did get, get shot at. But if George Bush tried it, he would have gotten killed. Mm-hmm. And, if you, and if you look through, through history, a lot of times when, when, when whites want to um, enforce a new regime, they will go get that that half white half black person and have them come up and do all the talking because that black skin on that person on that puppet rather will protect them from being killed by black people. We've already seen this. Mm-hmm. So my fear is that that child is just just a tool. Yep. Will be used as nothing but a tool. A tool A for... masturbatory tool. Think about that. Exactly. That's disturbing. Let that sink in, seriously. Because it should. Sink in hard before you go screwing around with this. Because it's not cool. This is, these are human lives. Because let's remember one thing, you guys. We are all one race. Just one. Human. That's it. Which is why this shit needs to knock off. I'm not saying, you know, you, you don't, I'm not saying you can't do it. People are going to do it regardless. But I think you really need to sit down and do some serious thinking about all these issues before you do it. Um, we have Gary here on the line. I'm coming to you, Gary, in case you can hear me. Hi, Sue. Hey, Gary. How's it going? Uh, actually, I really, I really enjoyed the show tonight. And um, mm-hmm. basically, I kind of pretty much agree with everything you were saying. Oh, well, that's good. Thank you very much. You don't have to. 
We don't mind. I know, I know, but, <laughs> but you might find out where I live. I'm only kidding. Um, basically, uh, you know, I'm uh, – hang on a second here. Um, I was – can you hear me still? Yeah. Okay, now I was having a little problem with my phone. But basically, I'm I'm lear- trying to learn more about uh, about you know real life cuckolding and female led relationships and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm actually after what I what I saw you had up the other day. I was a little you know a little concerned that I was heading in the wrong direction with it. But um, mm-hmm. basically, where I where I'm at is I have a hang on. I'm going to unplug my phone because it keeps charging and uncharging. Um, uh, basically, you know, I, I know that you'd all revolve around the woman, and that's basically the um, that's the path I'm taking. I'm actually in a female-led business with a woman, and I've asked her respectfully to consider maybe taking it to the next level in a personal level, and uh, with no pressure on her, and I asked her to you know, look look at her research and thoughts and everything else, and I would do the same. Okay, but this this woman is just going to be like she's your boss. You don't you're not in a relationship with her, right? We are business partners, but actually, technically, she is. You know, technically, we're business partners, but behind the scenes, basically, she runs the business. And okay, I'm not talking business. I've, I'm talking a relationship. Do you live together? You know, Are you in a relationship together? Uh, we live separately in different states. Um, I I see her about once a week, and, you know, I've asked her to consider taking it to the next level on a personal level. So, in other words, you want her to cuckold you? Yes, but I've also said It's so that cute how you guys dance around this. I know we. Just you know, I, say I, I danced. I danced with her for a couple of weeks on this, and finally I came out and said, "If you could have what you want out of this relationship, would you be interested in it?" And I said, "There's no pressure on you. Why don't you think about it and get back to me on it?" But do you not see that you're going to be missing an element? Which you're element not in a relationship that? together. You're in a business arrangement. That's not a relationship. No, I understand you're not, that. You're not I, lovers. I understand that. But basically, I use that term a lot late, lately, but um, she, she's had a number of relationships that haven't worked out, and I asked her why they didn't work out. And, and I said, is it because, they, you know, because you were kind of, in a vanilla relationship, you were kind of boxed into something that didn't work for you on a number of levels. And mm-hmm. and I said, think about that a bit. And I said, if you were able to go into a relationship where you had the best of both worlds, where you had somebody you could count on and was there for you, Okay, I see what you did. Had, you proposed a relationship idea with her. I understand. Okay. Yes. I said, yet you could keep the freedoms that have possibly spoiled your vanilla relationships. I said, I'm not putting pressure on you. I said, but if you think these are the things that have 
spoiled your other vanilla relationships and you could have basically you could have the best of both worlds would you consider that good well gear keep us posted and let us know what she says <laughs> okay um thanks gary thanks for calling in we've got a ton of people waiting on the phone line so okay I don't the wanna, I don't switchboard want, I don't has lit up Okay, thanks. Thanks, Gary. Hello, you are on In Bed with Dr. Sue. Who am I speaking with? Hello. Hi, this is Angela. Hi, Angela. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I just want to tell you guys a little story. Um. When I did this in college, I was very naive. I literally lost my virginity the summer I went off to college. And mm-hmm. only then, because I teased the guy for two years, and I thought I'd better put out before I go. It was only fair. I really didn't. <laughs> I knew stuff, but I I knew stuff. I mean, I'd read porn and my uncle's porn and stuff, but I was just, I don't know. I just didn't process it all. So anyway, this company was a really good company, uh, I think that's where I've learned many, many things from them. So one night, I sign, I call them off, and I sign off, and it's daylight out. And uh, they call me back and say, can you be an Aryan princess? I didn't even know what the word Aryan meant. So what were and you doing, I, like phone sex with a company or something? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. And Yes. And so I had never even heard that word before. And I had right. just turned in a paper in my I had just turned in a paper to my linguistics instructor that uh, I was amazed that I couldn't say the the word uh, fuck, although I, I said something else. But, um, <laughs> but, but yet I hear college students beside me saying the N-word. It, it was mind-blowing to me. Mm-hmm. And um, so... Here I am, and they want me to be an Aryan princess. Well, I was told when I took the job, and I was very young, as I said, you know, you can't turn down calls. It's your job. They get their fantasies. That's the whole point of this thing. So they explained to me what an Aryan princess was, So I told, but they didn't tell me anything else. And this guy starts talking about torturing black people. Oh, and, my God. And um, he's saying... For some reason, they gave me the name Lois. I'll never forget it. I thought it was the unsexiest name I ever heard. And, uh, yeah, he renamed me Greta because that was a fine German name, he said. And uh, so I called them back, and I said, after the call, I just wouldn't. He was saying the N-word. I refused to say it. The only way I got around the call was I just kept saying, oh, your leather's so sexy. (laughs) It was like I was winging it out my ass with this call just to get out of it, and I said, he's never going to call Ken, and I hope if he calls, they say, oh, he calls all the time, by the way. I said, well, I hope if he calls again. I, I mean, I know I'm supposed to take the call. I will take it. It's my job if you tell me to, and there's nobody else. But if there is anybody else, please don't give him to me. And they said, well, we got to tell you something. We called back, and he said it was the best call he ever had. <laughs> I go, oh, oh, well done. So, <laughs> so, well done dancing I mean, around I, that one. I don't, know, I don't know why he thought so. But here's the thing. And then they tell me he's a cop. Oh, great. This man was a cop, and his fantasy was mm-hmm. to torture black people. It was the most disgusting thing I ever heard. 
And mm-hmm. here I am in this world where guys have their kinks and fantasies. I'm not saying I won't do an interracial fantasy. The minute they want to say the N-word, though, I will hang up. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, if they don't, if they under, if, I, if they accept it, it's okay. You know, if I say I'm not saying that word, and I will say that to them. Or if they say mm-hmm. to me, tell me how much you love black hot. I'm, I'm like, no, I'm not going to say that. That's not true. I just like men. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't have any preferences, so I'm not going to do it. But if you want to do a fantasy, and I create a fantasy, that's fine. But I'm not going to tell you me, Angela St. Lawrence is going to be exactly what you want her to be, you know. So anyway, it's just been a str- – I have struggles with this. And one of the mm-hmm. finest men I ever knew literally watched his wife have sex with black men. On, I mean, this was a guy on the phones. And he mm-hmm. gave money to children at, uh, at Christmas time. This guy actually died recently. And he gave mm-hmm. money to children, uh, would dress up and go in as a clown and give them gifts. He was he gave away free drugs because he was a doctor to when he had mm-hmm. them to the people who couldn't afford them. But here's the other thing: there was a black girl that worked the was there our our call girl. What they call them, the girl that sits at the desk and puts out the calls. But anyway, switchboard. The next time I went in, uh, she grabbed me. I loved her so much. I can't even remember her name now, but she was black, and she had the longest fingernails I've ever seen. And I used to tease her about them all the time. And we actually were kind of friends. You hardly saw those people, but you did. we did have meetings once a month. And we did go into the office to pick up checks and stuff. So she grabbed Clarice. Her name was Clarice. And she came up and she grabbed me with red fingernails on. I had a white blouse on. And she said, you listen to me. She said, I talked to that cop. And he's so fucking dumb. That cracker is so fucking dumb. He doesn't know I'm black. <laughs> But I still couldn't do it. She, she's like she was trying to tell me to do it, but I couldn't. So, but I'll never forget that. And and sometimes this is so mixed up with racism. I think there's people that it's about the wife being dirty because she's with a black man, you know. Yep. And that's not sexy. That's not sexy Agreed. at all. And and it is all about him. And in real life, there's a difference between fantasies. If they want me to have a black man with a watermelon penis, I can do that if we say this is a fantasy. Mm-hmm. But but when they say this is how they want to live, I always tell them that's not real cuckolding. Always tell them that. You know, it's not about you and what you want. It's about her nope. and what she wants. Exactly. You don't get to sit in the room if he doesn't want you to. And jerk right. off, you don't get to do that. You know, it's up to her and him. That's it. And But I also agree with one-night stands. I love one-night stands. Still do. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Free and easy, right, Ann? That's right. Listen, happy birthday tomorrow, by the way. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm moving, so I'm life as usual is a disaster for me. But I just wanted to say those things because it's something that you know I really am a seeker, and my heart breaks because we have this president and what he says about black people. My heart breaks for the black people that have to hear this. I mean, I have tears in my eyes even talking about it, you know, and. It gets mixed up with this stuff a lot, you know, so it does anyway, I don't have any educational things here. It was just my experience of what I went back through and how I'm still processing i oh, I have another comment, and I will tell you this i was with, I've been with a black guy, and here's the thing I noticed he paid attention, and um more than a few other guys I'd been with recently at that time, and I actually have thought about that a lot since. And I thought that um, 
and this, you know, this is just me trying to think things out, and I don't have any answers. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not an expert in sex. I just do my own thing. But sometimes mm-hmm. I think it's because white, black men, they're not as big as fetishes. They're out there. Don't get me wrong, you know, um, but they're not into fetish like men are. They're just white men are. And yep, I agree. sometimes I think, yeah, and I think they're there to fuck. They're not there for mm-hmm. all the, the bells and whistles and she's got stockings on and she better have her, her red pumps and, you know, oh, you know, call her names and slap her. They just want to fuck. <laughs> and actually that's even a sad commentary in a way because I think they've had to spend so many years surviving, you know, and finding their place in this country that uh, evidently there were all these races that I didn't know about. And th- so they don't have – they don't, haven't had the leisure time so much – to just create mm-hmm. boring fantasies in their head, <laughs> you know. And I want to, and I'm going to say one more thing, and this is going to be very unpopular. The other guy called you; he was talking with his penis. I just want to say that. That's all. Oh yeah, they always do. It's okay. Scary. <laughs> get your hand off. But your anyway, penis. <laughs> that was a penis call. That's what it was. <laughs> totally. I, I'm not even. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, well, thank you, I, Andrew, just, I appreciate it. I really I don't appreciate know. the I don't story. know what it meant, but, you know, I just... It's fine. Really, we've been listening closely, and I just want to tell you, because I've never gotten over that cop, never. It's just horrible. No, it's just it's horrible disturbing and, and gross. Yeah. Agreed. Well, thank you, darling. Thank you, and thank you for your guest. It's good listening. Thanks. Okay, bye. bye. Hello, you are on In Bed with Dr. Sue. Who am I speaking with? Hi, this is Naima. Hi, Naima. Hey, I, I bet you know. How's it going, Naima? Oh, good, good, good. So, yeah, I listened earlier. I've been listening from the beginning. Great show. Um, and there's a lot of talk about what is unethical or what is just wrong and what is racist. But a lot of people who are dabbling in this space are not concerned with doing the right thing. That's True. a big part of the fetish is on racism. Uh, cuckolding is actually like a whole hierarchy thing. It's basically the white man is the maestro, the black the black man is well basically a fuck puppet, and still the yep. white woman is the queen, the queen of spades. But she's a queen, but she is a defiled queen, and she is defiled because of her lust and the fact that she is allowing black men to use her body. It's all Agreed. very racist. And that's why I'm up in it because I've you, you agreed. Up, name of that exactly. You grow up being black. You hear things. You see things. Um, I read. I'm a history buff, and you realize just how racist this is. They for the Queen of Spades thing. I think a lot of them, honest to goodness, don't know. There's ignorance, but for the rest of it, it's a choice, and that is why the fetish is so powerful for them. Master Blackrod, what do you say to that? I can I can barely understand her. She's not clear to me. Aww. What did she say? That essentially what these guys, these white guys it's exactly what you said, is is these white guys are essentially living their fetish through these women. This Queen of oh, Spades yeah. thing, this whole it's it, it is so racist that it, it's it's uh-huh. off the chart racist. 
very much, though, and it's very nice to talk to another white female who gets it. No, no. I ain't white. Nice <laughs> You're not? You're not? No. I'm not white. Sound white. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, no worries. But, yeah, I mean, in the, 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 the lexicon, the language of the racial aspect of Caucasian, I am, like, it's deep in it, but it's because I understand the psychology of it. And the way I look at it is I don't feel victimized. Yes, I am profiting from it. No, I don't consider myself a sellout, but it is problematic. I'll go ahead and say that. So, I don't know, it's multifaceted, and the ones who are being racist about it, they are fine being racist about it. They do not care. And if you ask them, all they will tell you is, you are kink-shaming me. It is just fantasy. I have a black friend named Joe. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Master Blackrod, tell me you heard that. <laughs> I, I can't. I can barely make out a word she said. Oh, what a shame. I don't know. It's, it's oh, such she a long time. That's too bad. Oh, anyway, I can hear you fine. <laughs> That was my two cents. Because if you look that at was my really ad, good. It, hit on, it, it hit on everything you said, though. The selective reading, the shame, yeah. the man basically giving away the woman. There's a formula. Sure there is. Yeah, there's a team. Sure there is. And, and that's where it starts. So, I don't know. For a lot of people, it really is play, but there's some guys who call me frequently. Actually, while I was listening to the show, a call came in. This guy is a regular caller. He started off today's call saying, I basically want my wife to be assaulted by big black cops. Nice. So I had to pick it, and I changed it. Assaulted I said, funny thing by here, big black cops. Assaulted. That was the word choice. So I said, the funny nice. thing is, I flipped it because I don't like talking about violence against women. I flipped it, and I said, the funny thing is, when somebody is being assaulted, they're usually not screaming and squirting and crying out, oh, my God, oh, my God. But you have to change it. And there's some guys where I'm just like, I don't want to talk to you about whatever's happening to your wife. And I'll just say I'm not taking this call. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my experience. That's my two cents. Yes, a big portion of it is steeped in racism. Yes, a lot of the female-led aspect has it's gone. Um, oh, it's long it's gone. Gone. I feel and like a, a dinosaur. People, <laughs> a lot of people don't even know it. A lot of it comes from Greek mythology. It's basically yeah. this man, he had a woman, a woman was having sex with either a satyr or a centaur or something, and then yep. some horn sprung off his head as a sign of shame. So, you know, mm. so yeah, anyway, it's problematic, and I'm, I'm in it. I'm swimming. <laughs> <laughs> well, you go, girl. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for thanks for having me on. Thanks, darling. Okay. Take care. Okay, Master Blackrod. Really quickly before we yeah. take a caller here. I want to apologize again In, for the last caller. I could barely make out what she said. And what, it was what, her, what It was an internet hear. phone. Yeah. Okay. It's unfortunate. Lovely name. You sh- you, I'm surprised you don't know her on Twitter. If I will introduce you. Um, gorgeous, lovely woman. Basically, with the same, I would say with the same attitude as um, Mia, 
which is she doesn't consider herself a sellout for doing the work that she's doing, but if she is promoting BBC, what do you think? Do you think she's selling out? No, I don't. Um, um, during the last show I was on with you, I'm, oh. I endorsed going to going and making that money. You know, by all means, go get the bag, but know who you're dealing with and know right. what you're dealing with and set your limits. If those limits are not respected, then walk away. That's how it's done. Well done. Okay, let's hit this caller here. Hello. Hello. You're on In Bed with Dr. Sue. Who am I speaking with? This is Kaya. How are you, Dr. Sue? Hi, Kaya. Hi. Now, there's a black man in the background that I happen to be very good friends with. (laughs) (laughs) A very sexy black man. Hmm. Hello, no. Kaya. How are you? No, I'm just kidding. Yes, yes. How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for calling in. Of course, of course. Lord, I have heard it all tonight. Okay, maybe I'm going to be the devil's advocate, or, or, I guess the the. Not so much the Debbie Downer, but I'm I'm one of those. I'm not crazy about the whole interracial thing, and I'll say it, I hate the term BBC. I literally despise it. It, It's just, it makes my skin crawl. It's one of those things, I I, I guess because I kind of blame porn for this, because, you know, you see it and it's the, the group of six foot tall black men and the barely eighteen year old blue eyed blonde haired <laughs> white girl yes. with it's no breath. No it's so nothing. true. <laughs> like she to me the poor thing looks like a surfboard. <laughs> and she's like, so Oh true. my god, I've never had black cops before. Oh stop it. Just stop. And I mean, you know, and, and it is, to me, it's it's also a very derogatory term for a black man. Like well, because it's, it's, it's lumping everyone under this cliche term. That cloud. It's in assuming that, cloud. that every right. black male has a big black dick. And that, I can tell you, it's not true. Hello? Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. Well, come it's, on. You know, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to any black man. But again, the 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 I guess you could say the the premise of a BBC is something that's maybe eight and a half and up. What woman do you know really? Unless she's unless she's got the magic pussy or whatever. What woman do you know really is going to be like, "Hey, I can take a 12-inch dick, no problem." It should hurt. <laughs> Twelve, yeah. But see, I like bigger dick, so I like eight right. and over. 
Hey, hey. No, I can't no, 12? No, fuck no. Are you kidding me? Jesus, <laughs> get out of the room with that thing. <laughs> and you, you, see the, you see the pictures of these girls, and they're, like, trying to stuff that thing in their mouths. I'm like, sweetheart, you're going to wind up killing yourself doing that. And that's... And, and, and you know... That's what, and, and that that's where this, I guess this cuckold fetish kink fantasy comes from. Mm-hmm. What's been put out there is a lot of misinformation. Huge. It's a lot of misinformation, and it's like, dude, that's not how this goes down. Like you stated earlier, this is a female-led lifestyle. That's what it is. Yeah. So, and if it's being run in any other way, it's not it's not cuckolding. It's not cuckolding. No. Like and you you you'll see like you'll you'll see cuckolding porn. And I think again, porn has a lot to do with it because this is where the misinformation really comes from. Mm-hmm. This is really where it comes from. Is you'll see this little white guy standing <laughs> in the corner jacking off to this again, ten, eleven inch black dick fucking this little girl and it's like that's not what, no. The husband really has no say in what goes on. None whatsoever. Nope. Not if he's allowed Not if you're doing there, it right. If he's, if he's allowed to sit there, then he sits there. If not, forget it. Throw out of the room. You, you don't even matter. This is all about the woman. And I That's think, right. again, it needs to be said. And I am tired of, you know, I've had white guys come to me. I want to submit to you, and like it, it bleeds on into that. Mm-hmm. Like they don't know, they don't know how to approach their wives and say, "Okay, honey, I want you to cuckold me." Wife says, "Okay, fine." Let's do a little research first. Let's do a little research. He don't want to do that. He just wants to go get a nope. man. You fuck him. Like it's it's basic softcore porn. Without you're not getting paid for it. I mean, if you're gonna do softcore yep. porn, at least get paid for it. <laughs> or be I mean, in charge, damn it. Thank you. Be in charge. Thank you. That's what I mean and by kick them to the curb when you're done with them. You don't right. snuggle with them. You don't invite them over for a fucking weekend barbecue. They are not there to be your snuffle bunny. They're there to use as a human sex toy and kick to the curb and when you're done. And again, My and God. Right. And then another mis- another way this is also misinformed is you think of an open relationship. Think of an open relationship mm-hmm. between a man and his wife or, you know, husband and wife. They have right. decided they're going to, you know, they want to, or maybe they're poly. They want to have other partners. Right. But they want their husband or their wife to watch. That's not cuckolding. That's not what it is. No. No. No, it's no, not. Now it's you're not getting into swinging. Yeah. It's not even swinging. Like, it's none of that. It's, it's yeah, it's kind of like its own it's, weird little offshoot, yeah. Yes, yes. Like, it, it, they, it's like someone just took the name and just blew it way out of proportion. Like, they've taken, they've taken it out of context. And it is mm-hmm. time, and I, I say this to a lot of, a lot of doms that I've talked to, because I'm only, I'll be honest, I'm only 29. I'm like, we need to get together and start putting it back into the context in which it was meant to be taken as. 
This is a female-led lifestyle. That's it. It's not Thank you. the woman has multiple partners that she just picks and chooses and fucks whatever she wants. That's not what it is. Again, if you want that, just have an open relationship or be poly or whatever it is you want to do. But so, ladies, oh, that's, oh, that's well. why I say some of this falls back onto the female. Because yeah. oh, definitely. if someone's coming to you and says, well, I've decided that I'd really like it if you would hmm, burn me. I'm really into being burnt. Okay? I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know why. (laughs) Again, pain, whatever. Okay, so let's just say that for an example. Okay. I would like to think that you're not just going to grab a lighter and light your spouse on fire. You're going to do some fucking research. But no one wants to do that. No. No, it's, again, they see it and they're thinking, okay, well, they're doing it. I can do it too. Mm -hmm. Hey, no problem. But again, what happened? What's happened is no one is doing their research. No one is actually sitting down, or not, there's not even communication to do research. No, it's just no. we do this. That's the end of it. And again, a lot of it, a lot of the fault does fall on the woman, but a lot of it is from the man thinking, okay, I'm just going to get off by watching my wife get fucked by another guy. Like mm-hmm. you, you touched on hot wife. I hate that term too. Oh God! Again, it's the it's the bimbo hybrid of a yep. stepford wife. Exactly. That's basically what it is. And she's just pat like she's passing around like a joint. Hey, you want to? But hit there are house? women oh, in the cuckold community. The women in the cuckold community have embraced that term, and it makes me oh, nauseous. Yeah. Hot wife, who this person? Oh. Hot wife, that person? And you're like, why would you do that to yourself? You might as well just put USDA stamped on your ass. You might as well just have a for sale sign and say, hey, free samples. You know, and it's like, mm-hmm. have some respect for yourself. Because uh, and the one thing I have noticed is a lot of these women are doing this. They're not wearing, they're not having the man wear protection, which to me nope. is major red flag. Mm-hmm. Major, and it's not, it has nothing to do with breeding. Which was a you all hit the nail on the head with that. I applaud the both of you. That was amazing. That was absolutely amazing. But again, none of these men are wearing condoms. None of these women, maybe they're not even on birth control. So you're out there basically. But that's part of the fetishism of it. That's the problem. It's, oh, well, now Definitely. we're running risk. Now we're getting into the whole, you know, what if she gets AIDS? What if she gets, it, 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 now you're running into a whole other weird fetish. Yes. Like, you're spreading around STIs and STDs and things. And, again, no one is doing research. They're just saying, yeah. hey, here's my dude it could be on Craigslist or whatever, and he's saying, here's my hot wife. She's free for the night. Right? And that's pimping. No matter what way you slice that, that is being a fucking pimp. Done. And there are some women, they they go along with it. They're like, oh, this is great. No, 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 no. Now, like I said, in the moment, though, when you're with that bull and you're fucking him, if you want to be submissive to him in that sexual moment, my God, go right ahead. That's the whole fucking point. That's fine. But when it's done, bye. Do not. You got to take control again. 
Don't even bother taking a shower. Just get out. No. Go. Bye. Bye. Yep. No, but they want to see you. They want to watch you. You cuddle with this man and 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 be all lovey. Right. And now you're getting into the girlfriend experience bullshit again, and that's not cuckolding. If you want your partner to get a boyfriend, get out of the relationship. It's not a relationship anymore. Either that or it's Polly. Pick one. Yeah, Pick a side. Say that you can, right. If we say, okay, well, like with Polly, you always discuss with your partner how this is going to go. Because right. the basic of any relationship, whether it's Polly or not, is communication, boundaries. Huge. Yep. Those are the three building blocks of every single relationship. Every single one, I don't care what kind it is. Mm-hmm. You don't have, if you don't have either three, you don't have a relationship. Nope. You have nothing. Nothing at all. And just like with Gary. Okay, Gary said earlier, well, I, I'm trying to move my boss into this direction. That's not cuckolding. I'm sorry, Gary. That's not cuckolding. Cuckolding is that's a relationship. It is saying. a couple. It's a yep, couple. Yep, Without yep, the couple, you yep. don't have the mind fuck element. There's it's no not, connection. You're not even with this woman. She's or she's your business partner. You're basically what? describing how you want to have her sexually assaulted. Yeah, that's a fan, that is a rape fantasy. Yep. That is a basic rape fantasy. Period. Point blank. And like this, this dude. First off, he just sounded creepy. Just playing. Ugh. Like. God, I, I could not wait for him to get off the phone. Well, and it was like the guy that I was telling you about, the, you know, <laughs> oh, just relax. It'll be fine. Just relax. Everything will be fine. I'm sorry. The minute those words are whispered in my ear, you're probably going to get a punch in the face because I know what's coming down the pipe. Yep. 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 It's just not going to fucking happen. So this idea that you can somehow bully your wife into it by having two guys come on to her and she'll be overcome by all the delicious sex is not going to happen. It's assault. <laughs> My God. Well, hey, I mean, Wake if you, up. If you want to go to jail, then if, if, if you going to jail is the hill you want to die on, hey, have fun. Right? Have, have so much fun. I won't do it. Like I no 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 no. Nope. Well, guys, I got it. We gotta cut it short because unfortunately, Blog Talk is going to shut us down, and I got a couple more things I gotta yip about. Thank you, Kaya, for calling in. I appreciate all of your comments, and of course, my dear Master Blackrod, thank you so much for being so kind as to come on the show and help us deal with these racial issues. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So, guys, seriously, um, I want to thank Master Blackrod for being so kind as to share his views with us once again. Be sure to visit Master Blackrod on Twitter at Master underscore Blackrod. Um, remember this, guys. Cuckolding is not about replacing your partner. It's about sharing a level of int- intimacy that is kinkier than most. And being a cuckold doesn't make you weak. That's another one. We throw that one around. It's being thrown around in the media a lot. Oh, you're a cuck. It means you're a piece of shit. As a matter of fact, you can't be weak to do this. I always say it takes real balls to be a cuckold, which is the irony of the word. 
And for ladies, this doesn't mean, like I just said, you can't, it doesn't mean you can't be a submissive kitten with this guy in the moment. Most of us are. But once that bull steps one toe over the line, it's up to you to kick him 10 miles back to the other side. Now remember, all men in the room are yours to control, not just one. And how extreme you decide to go with cuckolding is strictly up to you as a couple. But common sense cuckolding can be done, and it can be a very successful way to enjoy your sex life. I had a gentleman leave a comment on my blog, the Dr. Sue Review, which I thought you guys might find a little bit interesting. He says, I have been a happy cuckold husband for over 15 years. In all aspects of my life, except the bedroom, I am 100% an alpha male. I love it when my wife has sex with other men, and I always feel manly and never like a lesser man. So keep that in mind. Thanks to everybody in the chat room tonight, Literatrix, Firecracker, BBC person. Be sure to check out um, the next show on September the 18th. This is what I'm t- <laughs> um, The next show on September the 18th, I'm going to be show- throwing some hard shade at financial domination. In the show, financial domination is dead. Be sure to check out the Dr. Sue Review for all my latest articles, along with Kinky Magazine at Kinky, that's kink, the letter E, mag.com. Um, the Dr. C Review, by the way, has the, you may want to refresh yourself, the article, Financial Domination is Dead. Just to refresh yourselves, I'm stirring the bee's nest yet again. Um, be sure to head to In Bed with Dr. Sue. Check out all the links to the fantastic fall reads I gave you at the beginning of the show, along with the links to all of our Women Supporting Women ladies. And if you know of a sex worker who is out there supporting other sex workers, head to InBedWithDrSue.com, hit contact, and let me know. And by the way, I've been getting some great emails with some awesome questions, but the email addresses are dead when I try to answer you guys. So be sure to check your email address before you hit send. Until the next show, be kind. Be kind. <laughs> Sorry, the British chippy just screamed at me. Be kind to one another, support and uplift each other, and be grateful for all things that make you the unique, sexy beast that you are. Difference is beauty, and we are all different and beautiful. Namaste, motherfuckers. Namaste. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.